0: Well, good morning, everybody. Well, it's actually afternoon. Um, today is the fifteenth. It's a Wednesday, so I'll just say March fifteenth. So I'm 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 thinking about buying these silver coins, and I'm and I'm looking at them, and and and, and I like the the cooler coins, not coins, but rounds, silver rounds. Is what I like. And it's uh, the three percenter logo with the skull. And it says, when injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. And I like that because, you know, we really do need to resist. And when when you start looking at the injustice, like I don't know if any of you have been watching the uh, trial with the Proud Boys, the J6 trial. And the judge is just... You know, allowing the FBI to lie, to hide evidence and do all this. And and, and even when it's brought out to the judge's, you know, purview and he looks at it and he sees what's going on. He's like, well, so what? Fuck you. So injustice has become law at that point, right? I mean, the judge is just making a mockery of everything that's that's holy in America. And no one seems to give a flying fuck. And, and when you look at what's going on in in our economic system, I mean, it's just blatant lies, constantly lying to us and don't look here, look over there, be happy, um, go buy a car. You know, it's a great time to invest in a house, even though everything's collapsing. And it, it'll be a good time to invest in a house, just not now. So... We're being lied to, we're being deceived, we're, we're being conned, um, we're being told that now you know, China is the boogeyman, and it, and it just sickens me, and, and I'm looking around thinking, it's not going to be long before China and Russia pull the plug on our petrodollar, and they're not doing it to, to be vindictive or evil or because they want to rule the world and they hate us, They just have to do it because we've sanctioned them and we're screwing with them so bad and we're fucking them over that it's just like we just need to come up with a a different thing. We're no longer going to play football. We're going to go over here and create our own rules to our own game. And 80% of the world is is looking to us for leadership. We're the adults in the room. And, And America and Europe have become bullies. You know, China just brokered a peace deal with what Turkey and Iran through negotiations and 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 reason and common sense, not threats and posturing, not threats of sanctions and all that. So we're we're on the we're on the wrong end or the losing end of history in this thing. So I'm thinking of taking one of those silver coins or rounds I'm gonna get and, and making it into a necklace that uh, I can wear with the chain and all that, just because that should be the motto. When injustice becomes law, then, you know, resistance becomes your duty. Now, I think it's funny because the three percenters, you know, they're they're all all right group. I haven't seen them lately since Lavoy Finnegan, you know, was murdered. They kind of dropped off the map, but I guess they're still there, you know, doing whatever they're doing. And uh, I, I was thinking, they, you know, maybe they didn't blow it, you know, when uh, Lavoy Finnegan was murdered. Maybe, maybe they were really forced out of the equation because they didn't have the numbers or the wherewithal to to really push back on what the what the FBI and the marshals were doing. And, and you know, they 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 tricked them all. Maybe, let's just say that. <clears throat> but. You know, these organizations like Ghost Keepers and all these guys, they're, you know, when you ask them, well, what's your mission? You know, what the fuck does it mean? We are everywhere. And, you know, when that day comes, we will fight. Um, what is that day? You know, are you are you preparing for a distant future, a distant battle for America's freedom and America's soul? Is that what you're waiting for? Some distant, never, 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 land and in a time far away because you know when I was fighting my legal battle with the city it, it would have been nice to be able to go to some of these organizations that I've been a member in in a long time and, and send them a heads up and go hey I'm getting my ass kicked here and I did with a few other organizations and you know I, I got a, a you know whatever they call that like a canned letter back it's like thank you for taken an interest in this issue that we feel so strongly about, and we'll get back with you when health race is over and you've had your ass totally kicked. And that's what ended up happening. But see, the, the, the game isn't won at at the goalpost. It's won during the 1,000 plays during, a say, a Super Bowl game. And those 1,000 plays lead to a very... Very small margin of victory for the Super Bowl. But if you're thinking that every play is going to be like a touchdown, then that's not really a game. See, that's not reality. That's not the battle for freedom and liberty. It, it, it's putting together a group that maybe believes in the fact that it's the little battles that really count. Like in my county. You know, I was fighting private property laws, and private property laws are the backbone of the Constitution. You can't own a gun if they find a way to say it's illegal to own property. Gun is property. A wedding band is property. A printing press is property. A church is property. So if you're going to build a printing press or a newspaper or some kind of server farm to where you can become, you know, the new media, you know, mainstream media, and you buy some land to put this on, and you have to get a permission slip from a government to open that business, they're not gonna come out and say, Well, I'm sorry, Bob, but we don't really like your church. You you talk about things like God and honor and and standing for family and and fighting against the city, and we just can't have that. So no, you can't have your permission slip. they are not going to say that. What they're going to do is, say, oh, that's great. That would be wonderful. We need more churches in this community. Um, unfortunately, um, you're going to need to get a permit because it's a, it's a commercial, you know, building. It's 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 open to the public. Oh my hair is like ah. That didn't work for shit. You know, it's open t- to the public, Mark. So you're going to have to, you know, jump through all these fucking hoops. No big deal. We like churches. So then you submit your plans and they're like, yeah, 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 but well, what about this? What about that? So you go back and then they go, well, you know, we've had a change in environmental codes and. That church is is really going to be too tall. You, you need to you need to shrink it a little bit. When so, an airplane hitting it. It's like well, it's not even you know 50 feet off the ground. It's like yeah, whatever. So they're just gonna they're just gonna drag it out with red tape and, and rent seeking and bureaucratic bullshit. And you'll never get to build your church. But they're not going to say why. They're just going to say, well, we're really working with you here, man. We've spent hours on trying to make this happen. But they really haven't. We'd love you to open that printing press, but the roof has to be so tall. And, and, and the rain runoff, and what's going to happen to that water? And it's like, well, I'll build a retention pond. Oh, no, you can't do that. That's a navigable waterway. So you go, well, I'll, I'll, I'll put it underground. I'll, I'll make it lower so there's... You know, it's different. No, I can't do that. You see? So private property protects the First Amendment, freedom of speech and religion. It protects the Second Amendment. Because if you don't own your property, where are you going to build your church? Where are you going to build your printing press? Where are you going to put your guns and your rings and your your gold and your silver? Where are you going to have privacy for your papers and your documents? Nowhere, because you can't own private property. So therefore, you can't build a vault on your property because it's too heavy. It might capsize the island. So these are the fights that must be fought. And see, nobody stood up and said, hey, Mark, um, some, of our, our, some of our members are lawyers and we have a pro bono kind of thing to where, you know, we'll help you out. You know, it's just some filings. It's not like this is not a court battle that's going to go on for years and all the way to the Supreme Court. I, I think we can just go in and, and kick the city's ass pretty handedly and, and, and uh, really, you know, make some waves and, and get your rights restored here. And even if, it, even if the, the, you know, the justice of the peace is a dumbass and is beyond incompetent, well, we'll just appeal it. That's just more paperwork, really. And, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get this done, see, because we're an organization. See, that's the play. It's, it's not the last play of the game. It's not the first play of the game. It's not even the play, you know, fourth down to where you've got to really strategize. Should we kick? Should we do this? Should we run? Should we pass? It's just, it's just the, the second down. We can we we got some latitude here to move. So it's all those little plays that bring you to that victory by a very small margin usually. But it's still a victory. So these these groups these, uh, oath keepers and three percenters and God there's so many of them now you know just out there America for this and patriots for that and it, it's like you know everybody's raising money for their their fucking stupid little organization but. The organization isn't doing anything. Well, what we're doing is we're saving money for the battle, the Battle Royale. Oh, wow. When is that? We don't know. Who are you going to fight it with? I don't know. Well, what kind of weapons are you going to need? Well, we're not really sure because we don't know. It's like, oh, so you're just taking money, moving it around. Living good, I see. Yeah. You know, this happened with, you know, BLM. You know, it started out to be a good cause, I'm sure. Then they got a lot of money and they got corrupt and, you know, fuck all the members. I don't care about them. I got a million dollar house. So this is how I see it. This is it's sad, but it's true. So we, we, I'm not saying we have a hope in hell of winning any of these battles. I mean, the financial system's about to collapse and that'll probably, probably happen by summer. You know, Ukraine and, and countries around the world that, that are the breadbasket for Europe and a lot of countries, and even, you know, some of the stuff we need for our food shelves uh, aren't being planted because there's, there's, there's no greenhouses that are working. There's no energy. There's no farmland in Ukraine. That is like actually a huge exporter of a lot of grains and stuff. That's off the table. It's not going to exist. So, you know, Let's, let's pretend this is a Super Bowl party, keeping with, you know, football games and stuff. And you have, you know, some friends that are going to bring beer, some friends that are going to bring nachos, friends that are going to bring the soda, the water, the ice, the, the burgers, the buns, the grill. And then all of a sudden, you know, like the one guy's like, dude, I, I, I can't bring the buns. It's like, well, we'll just, we'll just put ketchup on them patties and we'll call it keto. And it's like, well, yeah, Bob over there, he's, he's, he's not going to be in town. He's, he's broke. He's got to go work. So he's, he doesn't got the condiments. Like, bug it. Paper plates. And And as all the people in your big Super Bowl party start telling you that they can't afford it or they don't have it or they can't bring it, then all of a sudden it doesn't happen. And so we don't have The grain, the food, the tomatoes, the lettuce, all the stuff that's grown around the world because they can't get fertilizer. Why? Because the 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 company BASF that makes like a lot of fertilizer and in in Ukraine and in Europe and everywhere, they don't have natural gas, which is the process that makes the fucking urea and and the fertilizer and urea goes into so many other products like um, diesel engine oil additives and, and diesel fuel so the party is 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 not shrinking the party just can't happen because nobody's around to bring the fucking nacho chips and, and so it's it's starting to happen and this summer's going to hurt it's going to kill a lot of people in europe and stuff because i mean i don't mean kill them like financially or i just killed me i didn't have my super bowl party i mean they're going to fucking die of starvation And here in America, you know, BASF, the company that was shut down in in Germany and is now moving to China because of, you know, America blowing up the Gulf Stream pipeline. They don't have the the natural gas to make these 50,000 chemicals that they use and from medical to farming to freaking pornography industry. I don't know. I mean, 50,000 chemicals and processes. So they're not going to open tomorrow. And even if they do. Where are they now? They're in China. And what is China telling us as far as shipping? Go pound sand, America. You guys are threatening us. You're threatening Taiwan. We got all the boats. The factory is in our backyard and the boats are in our harbor and they're not going to your house. So no chips for your party, motherfucker. So if you look at it, you can see it kind of coalescing into a giant ball of shit that is gonna hit the fan. And then and then you look at these bailouts for these banks. You think they're doing that just out of the goodness of their heart? No, it's like, oh, you lost $100 million in SVB? Oh, well here, we're gonna make you whole. Where do you want us to put that money? Well, put it in my new bank account. Well, no, we don't really trust B of A or Wells Fargo. They're not doing too well on their stress test. We'll put it in the Federal Reserve Bank and we'll give you a digital card. Now you got your money back. You can use that everywhere. Don't worry. And for a while it will work. Because then everybody will go, wow, this is great. Look. And then like people like you and I that are probably patriots and, and preppers go, fuck you, take your digital currency and shove it. And they go, well, oh, that's fine. We're just gonna offer the other sixty percent of Americans that don't have a pot to piss in, the digital card with the sign up today and get $10,000 in Biden bucks. Even though you have no money in the bank, you don't even have a bank account. This is so cool for you. It's like, it's like, you know, pandemic money, really. It's COVID money, but it's Biden bucks. And most, you know, that majority of people will take it. They'll go, oh, fuck yeah, it's free money. I'll spend it. Where can I spend it? And for a while, you'll be able to spend it on whatever you want. You'll be able to go to titty bars, or you'll be able to even maybe buy ammo. You'll definitely be able to buy beer and liquor. And then they'll start contracting, and pretty soon you won't be able to use your real dollars. Now, there'll be a window in there where you can, and it'll be worth a lot more than that digital bucks. But their, 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 their handiness are hat. And, and when I tell people like that, you know, that I talk to, they're like, well, that's kind of, you know, pretty negative. It's like fear-mongering, Mark. And, and you know, what makes you say that? And, and That's the key question, see. That's what people will always do to you. When you know in your gut you're right, like you just have this sense that something is wrong, your spidey senses. And then they go, well, explain it. You go, I don't know, it's the hair on my neck. You're like, well, that, that doesn't make sense. You know, I get it. You know, you, you got an intuition. That's cool. Okay, good, good. Good on you. But prove it. You know, we're talking about the economy here. We're talking about America. America. So, you can't prove it. Now, you know, and I know, that the sun will rise in the east, no matter where you live. And when somebody says, well, prove it, do you really have to prove it? It's just a fucking given. You know, and and what if you're talking to somebody that believes that the East is actually West because he was raised bass-ackwards living in a, in a house of mirrors, and he thinks that, you know, that is actually the West, Mark. You're wrong. The sky is actually green, Mark. You're wrong. And, and you know, there are people out there that are fucking stupid these days, right? I mean, they think there's... You know, more sexist than two, even though genetics proves that it's only fucking two. A few hermaphrodites here and there, and that's in the frog world. So, you can't prove a lot of things. It almost becomes a leap of faith. But most important things are. You have to be able to feel it. You have to be able to to sift through all the information and go, I don't know what that means, but, you know, and some of us are pretty good. You know, I can tell you a list of ingredients and you'd go, well, that really sounds a lot like you're making pancakes. Go, yeah. I'm going to add a little bit more milk and and one other ingredient and it'll become crepes, which are thinner pancakes. You go, oh, cool. See, there are people that can grab a lot of information that's really uncertain in which, how much of each is going to be added into the mix? But they can sit there and go, sounds like you're cooking uh, pancakes, right? And you're like, yeah, how'd you know? It's like, eh. it's fucking logic, really. So, you know, flour, milk, eggs, baking soda, baking powder, salt, oh, fucking pancakes. Now, you could add a little less, a little more, and actually make a real cake, add some flavoring in there. Like a lemon cake. So you have to be able to do that and you have to be able to look at it when people go, Well, prove it. Just so tell them to go fuck off. You know. So I'll tell you what, when you're starving and you're selling your children into bondage for food, then come and talk to me and I'll show you the proof. You know, but by then you're not going to find me because I'm not going to talk to you because you're starving. And therefore, you have become a threat. You've become a rabbit dog. So We have to start looking at these things. And unfortunately, you know, maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago, we could have started working toward an end goal that had better outcome for us, patriots, than what we're facing today. Because, see, while we were, you know, running around creating all these 501C3s and, and ranting and raving against the machine, they were just doing what they were fucking doing. They were, you know, they were not only loading their guns, they were making the ammo and keeping us from buying it because the government was buying you know, millions and millions of fucking rounds of ammo so we couldn't even get it. So now they're loaded. They're locked, stocked, and ready to rock. And we're still standing around trying to figure out how to save a few dollars in taxes by, should we make the Oath Keepers a 501c3 or should we just go for the profit motive and tell the government to go fuck off? I don't know, let's have a meeting and we'll discuss it at nauseum. Let's build a think tank. So we have, we've, I, I think we've, well, we definitely missed the starting gun. And we're definitely behind the eight ball on this one. And now it's coming and we, as Americans and citizens of the world, can't really unite. We haven't been allowed to re to to unite. It's like, you know, I put pre emergent on my lawn recently. And and what that does is it stops the seeds from germinating. And that's what they've done. They've kind of put pre emergent on us so none of our organizations or none of our thinking can can actually germinate and become something. You know, and they've done that through, you know, fake media and and, and tech media and all that stuff just, you know, shutting down debate, shutting down conversations, calling it, you know, <coughs> false news, whatever the fuck they want to call it. And so when you when you really think about it, we, we really can't we don't have any way of, of fighting this anymore because we weren't allowed to coalesce into anything or uh, that would do anything. You add the yeast when the water and the mash is too hot and it kills the yeast and it just doesn't ferment. It doesn't, doesn't perk. You know, so they know all this. And so all of our hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of patriot groups have never coalesced. We can't get together and see eye to eye. You know, and, and, and people I know, they're like, yeah, you, you know, Mark, you make a good point. But, you know, it's private property you know, the city has a right to regulate a little bit of it. And I was just telling someone the other day that's way smarter than me. I said, you know, I think the the whole thing with my private property issue is I, I started on the wrong foot. See, when, when the first time he came around and I confronted him, I should have said, yes, I did get your stop work order. Here it is. You can have it back. I don't recognize your authority. You have no jurisdiction as a city employee on private property. You're Jurisdiction is on public property, not private property. And then you say, well, you know, I'm freaking out. And you you can't do things without my permission. Kiss my ring. And, uh, and then I could say, well, you know, I don't recognize your jurisdiction. And, and so, you know, it's just like in all the cop movies we always watch, right? It's like jurisdiction, my ass. But there is lines of jurisdiction. You get pulled over by a highway patrol. If you pull off the freeway because it's crowded and you don't want to cause an accident and you pull off and go down to some side road, the highway patrol will call a police officer because he doesn't have jurisdiction in the city or wherever you pulled off it might be the county. He'll wait until a cop shows up and then he'll tell him what he witnessed as that crime was being committed by you going too fast. And then the cop can either take his word for it, or ask you a question, and and then he'll probably write you a ticket based on what the highway patrol said and his radar and all that, and say, see, look. And then you can go to court. That police officer has jurisdiction because you're within the city limits. So my property is in the city limits. So they could have called a police officer. But then I could have just done the same, almost the reverse when the police officer said, hey, this guy says you can't be building that house. Go, why don't I recognize your authority or jurisdiction over here on my private property? So you can't chase me back onto the freeway and then write me a ticket. Now you've got to get a highway patrol. So why don't you call the sheriff? And the sheriff's deputy can come out and he has jurisdiction within the county. And so he would have a little more say in private property because I've elected him to have that. So he has the authority. So I I, I I, fought it wrong. Now, I don't mean that that would have won either because the judge was willfully uneducated on private property issues. But it would have been a fight, see. So there's a thousand avenues of attack. And there's more than one way to skin this bureaucratic cat but we're not going to do it if we can't get our heads out of our fucking asses and and like i said that the super bowl isn't won in one play it's a thousand plays over an hour and a half or whatever that takes and it's every time that ball is handed off to some guy and he runs and he makes one fucking yard that's, that's the whole game. It's a little thing here and a little thing there and a setback here and a setback there, and then bam, maybe a touchdown, bam, maybe a, a, a field goal, maybe. So we've been looking at it all wrong. And, and so, you know, when you look at the, you know, the injustice that has become law in America, then the only thing we have left to us as a duty is resistance. And and it's it's dangerous. I mean, it cost me a lot of money to fight the city for two and a half years over their injustice. Now it didn't cost me more than if I'd have just played their fucking game. But I shouldn't have had to. And people are like, Well, you got a flucky. No, I didn't. I lost. I lost freedom. I lost. Private property rights, I lost ground. Sure, it cost the same as if I'd have just played their game from the beginning and rolled over and probably wouldn't have hurt as much if I'd have just brought my own KY jail. But the reality is I still lost. So that injustice has now become law. And my duty is to resist. And so is it your duty to resist. Every time you see injustice. We should be writing that judge... uh, On the poor boy's behalf and and the the freaking QAnon shaman with the horns and all that. You know, all the bullshit that's been going on. Go, What the fuck do you people think you're doing in our courtroom? This is ours. We are in charge. We the people run this country. But no, we won't protest. At least the fucking BLM get pissed off and go burn something the fuck down. Now, is it for the right reason? I don't know. But the reality is, you know what? God bless the guy that fights back. You know, and does that make them wrong or right? Well, I don't know their whole mission statement. But the reality is, at least they're getting tired of being fucking shot driving while black. And I'm not saying that happens all the fucking time. Police shoot more white people than black people every year. It's statistics. But that doesn't mean that just because you're a rounding error that your problem isn't real. Black people got pissed. They're like, hey, fuck you. And they stood up and they got noticed. Now, you know, like I said, not calling anything what it is or what it isn't. I'm just saying, for fuck's sake, can't we fight? Can't we resist? Can't we push back in a way that doesn't burn down a fucking building? How hard would it have been for the for the three percenters and the Oath Keepers to push back when Lavoie Finnegan took a stand for patriotism, for freedom? Not hard at all. They just, they just didn't. Maybe they should have all got together and went, look, we are not in a position to win here. Let's back off and let's regroup and let's next month have a hundred fucking protests at different sanctuaries around the country. And we'll do it in areas where we have constitutional sheriffs that don't have their head up their fucking ass. So we'll pick 20 places where we have good sheriffs, good press, good people, and then we'll go, go to, to their bird sanctuary whatever Mylar County, you know, whatever happened there with Lavoie Finnegan, I can't remember if it was like some kind of, you know, I don't know. They had a Forest Service sign on it. So I guess it was something to do with the federal fucking government. And we'll do that a hundred times. But we're not going to do it one here and then one over here and then one over there so the government can play whack-a-mole. No, we're going to do all 15 of them across the country on one day, boom, wake up, motherfucker, surprise. And then the FBI can't, they can't surround it with 100,000 agents because now all of a sudden they're going, fuck, man, these guys are popping up everywhere. And the, and the people in the community are going, fuck, yeah. And the press is going, this is right on. And so they can't go in with, the you know, the, the governor that's a corrupt bitch like Kate Brown. And, and get judges on their side and stuff, all of a sudden, they have lost the minute you open the door and say, fuck you, this is ours. But, see, they didn't do that. We can't coalesce. We've been sprayed with pre-emergent. Our ideas can't germinate. So anyway, I'm going to leave it at that because I'm tired of fucking venting about shit that no one gives a fuck about except you and I. And and when I say you, I mean your three, four, five hundred, you know viewers that I get over the past seven, eight years. And thank you all very much. But you know, if you're like me, you know that it's, it's pretty much swimming upstream. So it's it's a lost cause. But it's it's fun to think about it because if if you pull back on the big picture, and and you don't take that thirty thousand foot view, but you just look at your own community. And go, you know, if I can get my house in order and I can get my small little, you know, neighborhood maybe on the same fucking page. And then we can start pushing back a little bit and showing our neighbors that freedom isn't a bad word. Then we might have a chance. And even if it all goes to fucking shit tomorrow, at least you have 10 people on your side now that you can run to and, and, and go, hey. Come over here, help me, help me bury this body in my backyard. Okay, yeah, fuck, I got some shovels, you know. But right now, we're just standing alone in the forest, screaming in the wind. So, talk to you all later. Hope you have a great one. Bye-bye. We've made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. We invade our space, and we fall back. I'm your huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. Just my game.